Welcome to Quest for Gold, the Summer Olympics, now exactly three months away. We start with women's soccer this week. The drawings for the summer games were made. The U.S. women's national team drew Group G, and so did their longtime rivals at Olympic nemesis Sweden. It was Sweden that bumped off the U.S. in the quarterfinals in Rio five years ago. Australia and New Zealand have also been slotted in Group G. There will be a new gold medal winner this summer. The 2016 winner, Germany, failed to qualify. We've got an update on those racist remarks made to U.S. karate athlete Sakura Kokomai. You may remember a couple weeks ago she posted on social media she had been harassed by a man at a Southern California park who hurled anti-Asian remarks at her while she trained. What happened? All right. Don't be looking at me behind my back. Okay. The Orange Police Department says they've now arrested a suspect, 25-year-old Michael Orlando Vivona, after he allegedly assaulted an elderly couple of Korean descent at a park. This week, a Minnesota jury convicted former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin with the murder of George Floyd. Team USA released a statement following saying Team USA stands in solidarity with the family of George Floyd and those affected by systemic inequality. While this verdict marks progress in the fight against racial injustice, there is still much work to be done. We will continue with the Team USA Council on Racial and Social Justice to advance athlete advocacy and create institutional awareness and cultural change to eliminate racism and discrimination. And we support our athletes who are using their platforms to champion equity and justice in our communities. Allowing athletes to speak their mind and share their views has been considered by the IOC heading into the Summer Games. Following a survey of more than 3,500 athletes across nearly 200 countries, the IOC Executive Board has approved a recommendation from the IOC Athletes Commission to preserve the podium, field of play, and official ceremonies from any kind of protest and demonstration or acts perceived as such. They say the study shows a clear majority of about 70 percent of respondents said they do not think it is appropriate to demonstrate or express their views during official Olympic events. This week, Tokyo and Japan's second largest metropolitan area, Osaka, were placed under emergency orders aimed at stemming surging cases of COVID. The measure taking effect during Japan's Golden Week holiday period meant to limit travel and keep people out of public places. They're to end on May 11th. This is just ahead of the widely reported visit to Hiroshima by the International Olympic Committee President Thomas Bach. Bach has said the visit is not yet confirmed. He denied the end of the emergency period was linked to his proposed visit. In this week's Quest for Gold Athlete Spotlight, we had a chance to chat with three-time gold medalist and fellow Chicago Cubs fan, Ryan Murphy. Murphy's a world record holder in the 100-meter backstroke. In fact, he swept both backstroke events in Rio and picked up gold in the 4x100 medley. He's reached this incredible level all while battling migraine. First question to you, because I looked a little at your bio, and I want to know, what is wrong with the Chicago Cubs offense right now? They just cannot get it going. <laughs> hey, that's a that's a good question. Uh, I know. I feel like you know. I'm I'm pretty pumped about Jock. And, like I think that's. I feel like that was a nice signing. Um, you know. So I so I, I think it's. I, I honestly feel like the roster is pretty solid. And we'll just see kind of how it comes together. I feel like baseball is a sport where you just get on runs. You get in. You get in a rhythm. You get. Uh, you get hot, and then and then you just start rallying off games, and, and I feel like. It's, when the Cubs were at their best, they, they got really hot at the right times. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully they can do that this year. 
Yeah, it's 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 been disappointing to watch because you you think with Bryant and Rizzo and Baez they'd be jacking them out, but uh, hasn't been the case. All right, we'll get we'll get we'll get to to the reason I actually uh, wanted to get in touch with you. Uh, when when you were at the the first of all you did the media summit last week, and I know you were headed to Mission Viejo. How how did things go last weekend for you? Kind of where are you at right now in your progress uh, marching to these games? I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I, I feel like the, the training has been honestly better, better than I've ever been in training. Uh, and the meets have been great. Like the, the meet in Mission Viejo was, was, was really fun. It was really fun to race a, a good group of guys and, uh, and just kind of gauge where we're at. I, I feel like we're in a really, really nice spot for, for this part of the year. Uh, we're just going to hone it in to, to kind of specific races these next couple of weeks. But I, I'm really optimistic for, for this summer. What, what did this year break do during the pandemic uh, for you in your career? Uh, was it uh, a struggle to stay focused? I, I know some of the stories about how you struggled to find a pool and obviously training, but um, you know, as far as the progression of your career goes, uh, was this something that helped maybe let you, your, your body recover and relax? Was it something that hurt because maybe it put you a, a year back? How, how, do, how do you view this pandemic as far as, as your career arc? Yeah, honestly, I, I was very nervous when when the Olympic post, postponement came down last March because I was I was ready to go last March. I was I was in a really good spot in, in training, but but over this past year, I, I just feel like I got better. Uh, and it's hard to really put a finger on on why, but in, in every metric I, I can think of, I'm I'm better than I've ever been, uh, and, and that's that's really exciting for me. Um, and, and so. Yeah, I guess I guess almost almost surprisingly, the the pandemic was, I think, good for my swimming. Uh, I was able to to you know kind of have a longer season. Uh, we, we started training at the end of April, and we never really have a season over ten months. And, and this one was more like fifteen, so we were able to get in a lot more work. Um, and I think that's that's paying off pretty nicely right now. Where are you at in the qualifying process right now? So we've got we've got Olympic trials on starting on june 13th uh and if i'm if i'm top two there then then i'll qualify for for tokyo and you know hopefully hopefully get on the podium there yeah, very good now the, w- one of the reasons that uh uh makes your your story is uh, very interesting is because you suffer like a lot of people do with migraines um i i know it's it's probably i, I can imagine when you're uh, a caliber of an athlete like you are, the, the last thing you want to do is is have one of these things pop up. Um, what, what are tell me some of the issues that you've had over the years and and kind of how you've been dealing with that? Yeah, yeah. So I, I think it definitely was a was a process to figure out what it is that that works for me in terms of preventing migraine um, or lowering the chance of get of getting a migraine. And, and a lot of those things are, I, I think, help with help with the swimming. So. A lot of what I do is, is trying to minimize stress on a day-to-day basis. Uh, so I, I do talk to someone. If, if I've got a lot of stressful stuff coming up, I, I talk to them and, and we talk it through. Uh, and that makes me feel better. And, and then I do things like yoga, physical therapy, massage, just to make sure my body stays loose as well. Um, in terms of specific events, uh, there have been some, some interesting ones over the years. I, I think the the most relatable one for from a swimming perspective was I was traveling to the 2012 Olympic trials and, and I got a migraine on the plane. Uh, we were on the plane with, 
with the Auburn swim scheme, and, and I was a I was a high scorer at the time, so it was a it was a little bit embarrassing. But I I ended up, you know, I I went through the whole process. I was I was sweating a lot. I was massaging my temples, and then ultimately I I had to throw up. So I was running down the aisle trying to trying to get to the bathroom, which was occupied. Uh, so I I ended up kind of puking. Uh, just in front of the the first class cabin, a lot. Some of it got on on the shoe of of the Auburn head coach. So that was a that was a bit of an embarrassing moment. But but I do think that that moment kind of kind of showed me that that I need to I need to I need to think about this. I need to think about migraine. I need to think about what I need to do to to kind of lower my chances of of having that happen, um, especially leading up to an event that I, that I really care about, like Olympic trials. Did the pandemic add to your stress or subtract some of your stress? Um, I, I honestly think it, it did subtract from my stress a little bit. And one of the things that, that does stress me out a lot is, is traveling. Um, and with, with COVID, we, we haven't been able to travel as much. Um, and, and so that's, that's honestly been a little bit nice. Uh, I, I don't really enjoy traveling, um, but it's, it's nice that, that we're able to do a lot of the same stuff uh, over Zoom. And, and, and so that's been, that's been really good. And, um, you know, and it's really cool to, to be able to, to do a lot of this stuff over Zoom for, for Eli Lilly. Uh, it's, it's really inspiring to, to be involved with a brand that, that's working on, on health solutions for a problem like migraines. Uh, they're doing some really, really incredible work helping people reach their potential, no matter what health issues they have going on. What are some of the things you do during your downtime, especially during this pandemic? I've talked to a lot of athletes. They've picked up cooking. They've, uh, you know, started uh, new board games or, you know, gotten into puzzling. Is there anything in particular that you've gotten into? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I do consider myself a bit of a nerd. I, I come from, I come from a math family. My, my grandpa writes math textbooks for a living. So, so he's written over a hundred math textbooks. My mom is a math professor in college. Uh, my, my dad's uh, an accountant or started in accounting. Now he's in finance. Um, and so I, I'm involved in the stock market. I, I, I love following that. I, I enjoy watching the trends day to day, trying to pick the, the best stocks, the best companies. Um, and, and and trying to trying to make some money. Uh, outside of that, I'm I'm a massive sports fan. So I was uh, you know I was, I was really following closely the the NFL season. I, I love football. I I was a little bit sad after that Super Bowl uh, that football was going to be over. Uh, but then we had March Madness, and, and that was really cool. And and now we're reaching the end of the NBA season, and the NBA playoffs are going to be good. And then after that, we'll be boy, I guess the NBA playoffs are, are kind of right before the Olympics. So then, then we'll have the Olympics. So it's, it's nice. The sports calendar is, uh, is pretty packed uh, leading up to the summer. And uh, Zach Levine is in the pool for Team USA. So it's possible that Zach Levine and the Bulls, who I saw you're a fan yeah. of the Bulls, you guys could be yeah. whatever. If there is an opening ceremonies, how that would all take place, you know, you guys could potentially be, uh, be teammates. No doubt seeking out a, a photo of him, or I'm sure he's looking for you yeah. too. Also, yeah, um, or maybe I could be a prop in his in his next dunk contest. He could he could jump over me and and, and try to win the dunk contest that way. <laughs> that would that would be fi- fantastic. All right, so what do I do with Bitcoin here? Do you have any suggestions? I mean, is this something I hang on to? I, I actually I actually got into it um, back in 2017, and it's done all right for me. But I'm I'm a little nervous that one yeah, day I'm going to wake up and it'll be zeros in that account. 
Yeah, that's a hey. I mean, you you done good so far. Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not huge on on the Bitcoin game, but uh, it does seem like it's it's becoming a lot more uh, I guess widely accepted. So so that's a that's a great thing for it. Have you ever been to Tokyo before? I have. I was in I was in Tokyo. We had a swim meet there in 2018. I did a swim meet there in in 2019, and it's it's an incredible city. I mean, I. I love the food. I love the culture. Um, it's so clean. Uh, so it's a, it's a really, it's a really cool city. Uh, and, you know, fingers crossed I'll, I'll be back there. Yeah. I, I, I think the question is, I mean, how, how comfortable do you feel about the way these games have progressed and what they're telling you about uh, health protocols that'll be in place? Obviously no foreign fans. Um, it's good. Is that going to take away from the experience at all? Are you able to, to rise above that or, or is it going to be a, a bit of a challenge? Yeah, so so I think a, a couple parts of that question. One is is I is I do trust the, the IOC to to be consulting with with the best health professionals around the world. I, I think that's that that's what they're doing, and and then I really trust them to to put the best protocols in place so that so that everyone feels safe. Uh, in terms of in terms of the foreign fans, I mean it, it's 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 a bit of a bummer. Like I. I love my family. I, I, I really wish they, they could be in the fan, in the stands there. Um, but, you know, we, we knew these Olympic games were going to look a little bit different and, and we knew we were going to have to make sacrifices. And, and this is one of those sacrifices. Uh, we just, you know, we're, we'll, we'll have to get on FaceTime and, and talk to the family after the race that way. Uh, and then, and then hopefully get back to the U S quickly as possible after the games and, you know, get, get, integrated with the family that way uh so you know it is what it is we're we're going to work around it um but you know i think ultimately my my focus is is on on my swimming and and, and trying to to swim as fast as possible what's your back situation right now have you been eligible for a vaccine are you looking to get one where are you at yeah yeah so i i got i got actually i just got the the second dose yesterday so i'm in i'm in a good spot um and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. It, it's honestly like kind of a relief, uh, to, to get that. Um, and you know, hopefully, hopefully that's, you know, just, just one, one other person doing their part, uh, to help us get back open. You don't have to be specific, but where are your medals at? Are they hidden away? Are they out on display somewhere? They're not, no, they're not on display. No. Uh, they're, they're just in a, they're just in a little watch box right now um yeah so it's i i honestly i i don't ever really look at them uh unless i'm talking to little kids i, I think that's I, one of the one of the core i guess consequences of, of the olympic performance is is that i i now have a platform to to inspire the the next generation and i love doing that i love talking to little kids that, that have such big dreams and and encourage them to to go after those dreams. I, I guess I'm kind of someone that I, I was a dreamer when I was a little kid. Like I, my Olympic dream formed when I was five. Uh, and then I, I accomplished that goal at, at the age of 21. Uh, and, and here I am, I'm trying to do it again uh, this summer and, and we'll see how it goes. Where can people follow you, track your progress? Is a, are you big on social media? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm like, super active on social media. Uh, but, but I do do it. Um, I, I try to interact with the fans when, when I can, when they send messages, 
So on, on Instagram, it's Ryan underscore F underscore Murphy. It's the same for Twitter. Um, I'm on Facebook as well. Um, and then in terms of following my progress through, through Eli Lilly, they have, they have a website. It's lily.com slash team hyphen USA. And so they're going to be chronicling my, my journey and, and the rest of Team Lily's journey on, on the path to Tokyo. Thank you, Ryan. Next week on Quest for Gold, we talk with a judo athlete who's already vaxxed up and competing internationally. She prepares for Tokyo. I'm Ryan Burrow. We'll see you then.